Hey, this is Andrea, and you're listening to the City Heart Podcast. We hope that this series inspires you, challenges you, and propels you to dive deeper into your relationship with God. Enjoy the message. So, as I said, we've been in uh, this series called Living on a Prayer, and if I was to take a, a title for this week, if we had a title for this message today, it would be We'll give it a shot, right? Y'all know this from the song, right? We'll give it a shot. Um, and, and, and the reason why we said that is, uh, you know, a lot of times what happens in prayer is that a lot of times we are afraid to take the shot. We're afraid sometimes to ask for the big things. We're afraid to ask for more. And sometimes we're afraid to believe, right, for more uh, in our lives. And look, here's the thing. As you study the word, particularly in regards to prayer, what you often see, um, the the theme that undergirds the most, most of the scriptures that you read or, or that you see is confidence, Right, you, you see that in, in the prayers, right? That that uh, that Matthew, um, excuse me, Mark eleven that we've been reading, right? There's confidence in that to, to the thought that you'd be able to speak to a mountain and tell a mountain to move. That takes some confidence, right? That 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 speaks to confidence, and you see that all throughout the Word when you read about prayer, when you study prayer, you see confidence laid throughout. And look, if the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. It's because there is confidence when they pray. And if we're saying that's who we are, man, we're going to, if we are the righteous and we're praying powerful and confident prayers, powerful and effective prayers, then we have to be that way. And it's, you're not confident because you're perfect. You're not confident because you're perfect, but really, right, it's, you're, you're confident because of who you're approaching. Right, my, my confidence is, is not in me, but it's actually who I'm praying to. That's what gives me, that's what gives us confidence. And so, look, if we're living on the prayer, then how we approach God in prayer must be in confidence. It has to be that way. If we're gonna be powerful and effective in our prayers, and I hope we are, if we're gonna be living on the prayer, and I hope you are, then we have to recognize how much we need to be confident in our prayers, right? And so here's the thing that we're saying, look, we, we, we want you to give it a shot. If there's something big that you're believing for, I really want you to give it a shot in prayer. That's why we've been developing over these last 21 days a habit of praying so that you've built up the spiritual muscle of confidence. Yes. That now, when you see that big thing that maybe 20 days ago you didn't want to pray for, you're saying, you know what? I've been practicing my jump shot for a little bit. It's, it's, it's as they say in the league, it's kind of wet, right? Uh, uh, man, I'm, it's, it, it looks good. It feels good. Man, it's dropping. Why? Because I've been practicing. I've been practicing my prayer. I've been speaking out things. And man, and, and I know that now I have some confidence in my shot. And look, if you look at anybody who's ever done anything, who's ever give anything a shot, I don't care what it is. If you tried to skydive, if you ever, uh, man, I don't know, all the other crazy things that you could try to do in your life. If you ever tried to cook and you can't cook, right? <laughs> right? If it all, anything that, that you would try, right? Anybody that's ever done that has done that with some amount of confidence. The fact that you would even take a step out, you've done that with some confidence. And we have to keep that in mind. And that's why I have these two amazing people up here with me today. Why I have Tova Royce and why I have Pastor Daniel Wabdi up here with me today. Because these are two people who I know in their lives, in their prayer lives, and in their walk with the Lord have done that. They've given it a shot. Maybe sometimes when things didn't seem like they even had a shot, they said, you know what, Lord? Man, I'm going to give it a shot. Why? Because I trust you. And so that's why they're going to help me pray today, right? 
because they've given it a shot in prayer. And so, look, we just read that verse, Hebrews uh, 4.16. Let's read it again. It says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And over the last few weeks, right, we've also read this verse. There's another one about confidence. Uh, 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, what? He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. So, man, I, I can approach God with confidence because I know that God hears me. And if I know that he hears me, then I know that he will answer what I've asked of him. And look, in the context of this verse, we should, and, and we mostly do understand confidence in a certain way. And here's the way that we understand confidence in. We understand confidence mostly for us. When we read these verses, we read it as, man, we have trust in God. And you should read it that way. I'm saying, yes, read it the way that, man, you have trust in God. Write that Mark 11:22. We had said this earlier in the series, have faith in God. When you pray, I want you to have trust. I want you to have that. But I think it's vitally important as well to understand more of the context of what these verses are trying to say. When you see the word confidence, what is it that's actually coming through in there? What's the complete picture of what we see in this verse is that the concept of confidence isn't just trust in God. It is trust in God, but it's not just that. It's also that we would the perspective that we should see of it is not just trust in God, but it's also boldness that we have. Yeah. So when you're talking about confidence, what you're really talking about, what we really should be focusing on is boldness. And it's our boldness to go to him and to ask and to be in his presence. And, and look, and here's the thing, the boldness that it takes to, I mean, what we're talking about is the boldness that it takes to ask for more and to believe for more and to even ask, to even open up your mouth. It takes you being bold and believing that you will be fulfilled. That takes some boldness to think that, man, maybe your thing isn't a mountain. Maybe your thing is, man, I, I'm, I'm believing, man, to, that I'm going to get a scholarship or, man, I'm, I'm believing that my family is going to be restored. I'm believing that these things are going to happen. That all of that it takes some boldness on our part to be able to go to the Lord and say, yes, yes, I'm going to pray this big prayer. Yes, I'm going to believe that you're going to do more. And that's why you see right Hebrews 4, 16. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read from the NK, uh, NKJV, the right, New King James. It says, let us therefore come boldly. That should be our approach to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And so uh, Daniel and Tova, let me ask you this. Uh, I'll ask you first, uh, uh, Pastor Daniel, people often struggle in prayer, and, and when, when we talk about boldness, for some people, that's a kind of a foreign concept in their own prayers, and so they have a tendency to pray weak prayers and to approach God with, with, with in a weak manner. Why do you think we struggle so much in, in, kind of in praying bold prayers? Why do we struggle so much with that? So check this out. So I think it's access. We have to have access. We have to know what the access we have in God and who he is and what he has, his provision, his promises, his word and everything else. But one thing that I learned and just going through this lesson and studying up for today is that for a long time, I was missing the shot because I was living a life of prayer and boldness 
And I call it presumptuous sin, meaning that I was asking amiss. I was asking for things that didn't pertain to his will, didn't pertain to his way, didn't pertain to his path. And I realized that once I finally surrendered my life to his will and his way, that I can come boldly with prayer, praise in his promises and declare and speak and pray and know that his word is yes and amen. But the thing that I had to learn in my life is that that God cares so much about me and my desires that if I care about his will and trust in him and allow myself to be pliable to his will and his way that all my desires and all my prayers and all my restoration and all that stuff is going to come right behind when I'm following his will and his path. So good. So good. So good. So ask you the same question. Why do you think we struggle so much with being bold in our prayers? I think it comes down to um, what you said, but as well, just an unbelief hmm. mentality. Like we just don't believe that God is for us and want cares and maybe wants to do the thing we're asking. And hmm. so for me personally, I know that boldness was, was hard sometimes because prayer really reveals what you believe about God. Hmm and who you believe God is. And so if you try to go to God and ask him for something, but you don't really believe he's a healer, or you don't believe he's very giving or loving, then you know it's gonna be a little bit harder to be bold in your prayer because you're all timid and you're shy. You know, Think about a powerful ruler, a king. You wouldn't wanna go into his presence that somebody that you don't know, right? And ask him for something. You, that's not how God wants it to be with him. He wants us to have a, an intimate relationship with him so that we can come boldly with assurance, knowing he's our friend, he's our counselor, he's our helper. So good. He's, he's everything that we need in that time frame. And so um, he's not a stranger. And so I feel like for me, a lot of it was just unbelief that God actually cared hmm. and wanted to do the things for me yeah. that I was asking. That's so good. I love what you said. Prayer reveals what you believe about God. That's so powerful. And I love what you said, Pastor Danny, too, because I think uh, for in a lot of ways, right, we often look past the, the spiritual right remedy, the, the spiritual ability that we have that, that you said, man, that you, you said you thought it was it was on you and you were praying amiss because you're having confidence in your own self. I think a lot of times we do that, man. We have confidence in everything else, but who we're supposed to have confidence in. We're supposed to have confidence in the Lord that it's not on us, right? It's not on us. It's not on you. But the Lord's saying, have faith in God. Um, and so, man, but rather what happens, and I love that you spoke to this, that we rely on and depend on ourselves versus on Jesus. And so I think that knowing Jesus and knowing his word helps us in that confidence, right? It helps us to pray those bold prayers and, and, and praying the word helps us do that, right? And I'm, I'm not confident um, because I don't know what to say. And a lot of times we say that, well, that's why I'm not confident. I just don't know what to say. I don't, I don't even know, man, I don't know what to say in my prayers. And so we ended up praying these weak prayers because we're, we're, we, we haven't looked into the word. We're kind of praying amiss, as you said, right? And, 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 and we have this, this doubt, this, this misbelief. I think that's so good. I love this verse, Ephesians uh, 3.11 uh, through 12. Uh, from the NLT, it says, it says, this was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. It's because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. And I think that speaks to, right, the, the, the fact that it's not on us, that we actually are dependent upon 
Jesus and his work and what he did in our lives. And that's what allows us to come boldly into his presence. And I also love, right, Romans 10, 17, right, uh, uh, that faith comes from hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, right? We're filling ourselves up with the word. We're filling ourselves up with what the Lord says about our prayers, right? And that's hearing the good news about Christ. And so because of what Jesus did in our faith in him, we, what we get is knowledge that we have access to God's throne. Right. And so that helps in the times of, of, of unbelief and it helps in the times that we might lack confidence that we know that it's not on us. We know that Christ did the work and that's what gives us the access. It's not anything that we did because you aren't that special. Right. But actually, it's what Jesus did. And that's what gives us the boldness to come and to ask for what we need. Right. To, to, that we're not asking miss, but and we're, we're asking for the desires of our heart, but in line with what the word says, in line with his promise and his truth. And man, that's so good. Um, and, and I also think it's like it's not a one time thing. And sometimes we feel like, well, I can only come to God in prayer one time or I can only come to God about this thing once and then it's off my mind. And well, I prayed it once. I don't I don't you ever get that feeling where, well, if I prayed it and I asked for it again, that means I, I don't have faith. Ever, ever heard somebody say that? Right. But that's not true. What God wants us to do is to come to him consistently and to be persistent in our prayers. Right. One of the struggles that I see so many people have and the issues and Jesus, I think this is why Jesus speaks to it. And he tells his disciples, look, I want you to always pray and not give up. And I think a lot for a lot of us, we give up. We pray once and maybe we even prayed amiss or we prayed not really in belief. And so we pray that once, and so we're kind of waiting, but we're like, well, I don't want to ask again because God might get mad that I asked him twice for the same thing. But you know what? Look, when my girls want snack, and this has been the season of snacks, they don't ask once. Daddy, can I have a snack? Yeah, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a dad working on stuff. Yeah, I got you. Daddy, can I have a snack? Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm getting right on that. My, my big one, she'll come, she'll, she'll send the little one to come, to come ask the third time. Daddy, snack? Oh, okay. Look, and I think, I think the Lord wants us to do the same thing. He's like, it's okay if you ask me once, and not that he's not looking out for us, but he's saying, look, remind me of what I promised you. Remind me of what my word says and, and, and what I say to you, and that we will always pray, and that you won't give up on what you know about the truth of what God says. I love Galatians 6, 9. Here's the next question, right? Galatians 6, 9 tells us that, it tells us, let us not become weary in doing good, right? For at the proper time, we will reap our harvest if we do not give up, right? So can you give an example, Tob, I'll start with you this time. Can you give an example of something that you prayed for and desired immediately, but that you didn't experience a breakthrough in for a long time? Yes. Um, several things, but, um, the most recent I would say would be, um, my battle with infertility. Hmm. And, um, I think the first time I probably heard that word was in 2013. Hmm. And so it's been quite a journey of, um, developing and growing in my prayer life. And, uh, I think that the reason I can say prayer reveals who God is to you and who you think God is, is because I think in the beginning of this journey, I just kind of expected that, you know, everything would just go normal. Mm. I had a plan for my life. I thought I was going to have kids at a certain age and that we wouldn't have any problems in that area. And, um, you know, God's, God's timing is totally different than our timing. 
And uh, so when I prayed throughout the years, I could see how um, it revealed my heart and that I really wasn't in a place of true surrender and true trust with the Lord um, because time after time, I would pray or we would do a treatment, you know, procedure at the fertility specialist and it wouldn't work. Or, you know, I thought I I just knew this was going to happen and it didn't. And, um, so God really began to do a work, I think in my heart and the verse that talks about trials, uh, producing endurance Mm -hmm. and perseverance. And then eventually it gives you hope at the end of the day, um, that you, you're confident in your salvation. And had I not been able to walk through this journey of something that I just truly don't understand, like I felt like I was being punished. I felt like God was maybe withholding something for me and I just didn't feel good enough. And so being able to walk through the journey and now I don't think that, but it's because the word of God, I took three scriptures, one of being Psalms 113.9. And um, it talks about how he will give a barren woman a home and ha- make mm. her a happy mother of children. Once I learned that, I knew I could stand on that and pray. When I didn't, when I didn't know what else so to good. pray, I could pray that. I could stand on the word. And so I think confidence was built throughout the years that God's going to do it. And that's all I need to know is that he's faithful. I can trust him. And... If he doesn't do it in my timing, it's probably because some things maybe need to be worked out in me, through me. And uh, it was it was definitely hard, but thank you, Lord. I'm glad to say, you know, at the end of it, after, you know, seven years, we are pregnant. So, <laughs> you know, Come on now. I mean, breakthrough. So, but so the real good. breakthrough was my transformation, I think. Wow. Wow. So good, Toba. So good and so excited, but so good. Um, man, Dan, the same thing to you. I know it's hard to, it's hard to top that, <laughs> the answer behind that. Um, but man, you know, again, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Um, in your life, can you give an example of something that you prayed for and you desired it immediately, but man, maybe it took some time. You know, you didn't experience that, that breakthrough right away, uh, but then eventually it, it came. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the thing I think about when I first gave my life up to Christ and, and truly surrendered my life towards him, I wasn't in my kid's life. Then I'm going to get emotional. And they, they weren't in my life. And, uh, and you know, one of the prayers I had in, was, you know, what my kids And I remember calling, it was 2016, calling one of my kids on his birthday, April 11th, and and I uh, wanted to speak to them, and there was no communication allowed at that time. And I walked outside, and, uh, and I lifted up my hands, and Exodus 14, 14 hit. It says, you know, the battle's not mine, but it's yours. And so at that moment, I, I lost my life to Christ. I said, whatever, in my heart, I said, whatever it is you want me to do, I'm going to do it. And not even a week later, I called, and, and my kids got back in my life. And, and so they're here, but the the the... The persistence of, of doing good came from surrender. Yes. You know what I mean? It didn't come. That, and that's, that's why I brought up that presumptuous sin. We, 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 we don't hear about it a lot, but sometimes we, I mean, I used to just pray and pray and pray. And I mean, it was sinful prayer because it had nothing to do with the will of God. It was everything to do with selfishness and my way, my will. I was not connected. But I think in Psalms 19, it says, let the meditation of my mind and the words of my mouth be aligned to you. And so that when, when I give my life up for you, Christ, that you care. 
because I'm finally trusting you with my life. And, and, you know, the Bible says, if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. But if you try to save your life, you'll lose it. And so at that moment, when I lifted up my hands, I feel like God did the supernatural. And uh, now you see they're sitting right back there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So good. So good. And I love that, um, man, both about, you know, just not giving up. And even when you, you've heard doctors say, oh, this is, this is not going to happen, or, you know, you heard the court or whoever say, hey, you're not going to see your kids or you can't have access, that you guys still persisted in the middle of that. And, and I think that's so important, right? And, and here's the thing about persistence. It, 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 it's important because the enemy is, is actively trying to discourage you from speaking God's will. And I think when you, even you said about you were speaking it out in a way that you were just asking but wasn't in line with God's will. But when we do speak in a persistent way that's in line with God's will, that, man, you're going to see the breakthrough. You're going to see the change. You're going to see the difference made in your life. I, I love this Luke 18, 5. I read it earlier, right? Because this widow keeps bothering me. Right, Because she keeps coming and knocking on my door, because they keep coming and, and asking me for this thing, I will see that. Look, he's just like, I, I have to make sure, right? They, they've persisted so much that I have to make sure that there's a breakthrough. And look, that was the attitude of an unjust judge. Can you imagine how God thinks about us when we come to him and he is a just judge? He's a, he's a great God in our life who wants to do amazing things for us, right? And, and, and sometimes, and I, I love that you brought this up, Tova, because I think a lot of times we, we need to work on stuff and we get upset if things aren't done in our timing. Can I get an amen right there? If you can't say amen, say on me, right? We, we, we get upset if, if stuff is not done in our timing. It's, you feel like, well, God, you're taking too long. Anybody ever said that? Am I the only one? God, you're taking too long with this, right? Um, so let me ask you this. Is, is God's timing important? You really kind of answered this already, right? Is God's timing important when it comes to having our prayers answered fulfilled and why? Absolutely. I definitely think that it's probably one of the harder things to understand um, because we like to have control and we like to know what the plan is and, and expect when we can expect this to be done. And that's God's word, right? We need to expect it to be done. So we don't feel like it's bad to actually put him on a timetable, hmm. right? But it actually counteracts what he's trying to do. And I think the end result would be just to have faith in him, yeah. have have. Uh, trust in him more than the timeline. And so, yes, I think that it produces, um, it produces strength. Yeah. It produces strength in you. And, and it does all those things that nobody wants to go through. Mm. You don't want to go through all that pain to get the end result, but you have to walk through it sometimes in order for character to be developed in you. So good. So we can be thankful for it. That's yeah. what the Bible says, yeah. at least. <laughs> That's after the fact. Maybe not going through it, but. Love it. <laughs> yes, we're thankful after the fact. Not going through it. Pastor Daniel, same question, right? Um, when it comes to God's timing, why is it important for us uh, to make sure that we're moving in his timing and not on our own, that we're waiting for him to fulfill our prayers and not trying to fulfill it by ourselves? Yeah, yeah I, th I think timing is, is uh, very important. Uh, one thing for me is, is, you know, I always ask to be more like Christ and I want, you know, him to be moving in my life and around me. And I know that my character is probably the most important thing that, that he wants to do in and around me. Wow. And I know that timing is, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And I can't produce Christ-like character in me, but I know that if I trust him and I have faith in him, he can produce 
uh, Christ-like character in me through trials, right? And through testing. Wow. And if I can say, hey, Jesus, I love you. I trust you, right? Uh, I, I tell the guys all the time, it, you know, if, it, he wants to test your faith. And he wants to test my faith. So guess what? The producing of my faith has to be tested. And so, because it's more precious than silver and gold. It's, mm. it's, it's what changes, you know, lives around me. So, you know, Pastor Kevin's faith changes lives around him. It's seeing that, that faith. So I think timing is everything because he doesn't stop working. And we might think he's not working, right? But he's always working and his timing is perfect. And so when we trust him and we put our faith in him and we wait and rest in that, uh, I think it does something. I love that. I love that you talked about just the character that's developed through what we go through, the trials. And I, and I think, honestly, that's, that's where that boldness comes from as well. That confidence is, man, I've been through this trial. I've been through this circumstance. And so now I'm seeing this boldness come. And, and even in persisting and, and being persistent in our prayers, man, it, that's really the power of persistence is boldness, right? That's, that's really what allows us to even to be persistent in what we're praying for. But I, I love that you said that we, we do need to make sure that we are in tune with God and that our character is developing across time, that, it, that we are gaining perseverance and, and that we are doing those things and, and not just let me stay the same and do what I keep on doing and believing that God's going to move in my life. No, actually let me make sure that I'm moving along with God and, and that my life is changing, that I'm learning the lesson of these trials and these circumstances so that when it comes time to really step out in faith and prayer, I have now, right, I've built up right, the confidence and the boldness that I need to go ahead and pray. And, and I, look, my wife says this all the time, right, the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? It's, it's the, it's, when you're persisting, it's, it's the thing that, that is making the most, the most thing and, and crying out to God. And, and sometimes, like we said before, or we feel like persisting is almost a bad thing, right? But like you said, Pastor Daniel, if we're, if we're speaking out what, what the Lord says, and if we're speaking out his will, then it's okay to cry out. It's okay, it's okay to, to speak those things out. And I really, man, it takes boldness to keep squeaking, yes. <laughs> right? When you feel like you aren't getting oil, right? When you feel like you're, you're, you're not moving or you're not, man, it's, that's, that's the boldness that it takes, right? And, and I know for a lot of us, when we're praying, I know a lot of us struggle with not knowing if God hears us and not knowing if God sees us. And that's a lot of the reasons why we end up giving up. And it's, it's because... Right, and that because looks like a lot of things, but there I, I noticed some similar lines in it. Right, and and here's the thing about it: that that because is really the quiet killer of our boldness. It's it's the kryptonite to us praying really strong and bold prayers. It's it's the because right. It's it's the because I have sinned before. It's the it's it's the because I have man I feel inferior or man it's because I have failed before it's because man I I'm, because of my own self consciousness that I I'm afraid even to come to God I'm man I'm worried that God doesn't hear me that God doesn't see me that He's not even wanting to hear my prayers but I love one of my favorite verses Psalm thirty four fifteen it says the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. And I think it's so important for us to know that, especially when it comes to God's timing. It's not that God doesn't see you. He's working on it. And sometimes we just have, Lord, I need to have faith that if I prayed and as I am praying, that what I'm praying for is on the way. And, and really in that timing, what should happen is your prayer should flip from, Lord, will you, to, Lord, I thank you that you have. Yeah. 
and declaring it out with some confidence. Lord, I thank you that I am pregnant. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to see my kids. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that, that anything that I'm asking for, that is going to be done in your will, right? And, and, and then that, that changes my because, right? So now it's, right, because, you, because you've been declared righteous, now I can go boldly to, to his throne, right? Yeah. And it's not on me. That, that because changes to, man, you know what? Because your promises, you said, Pastor Daniel, his promises are yes and amen. That, man, that, that helps me to be bold. It's, it's, it's because you are his child yeah. that I know that I can come in confidence because you've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread, right? That changes your because. And look, there's so, there are just as many reasons to persist as there are to give up. And that's why it's so important that you actually give it a shot, right? That you don't just quit in the dip. You don't quit in the middle, but that, you know what, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this and I'm going to continue to pray and believe that you're fulfilling my prayers. And so let me ask you this question. Even in our spiritual battles, how do you, does, does persisting or being bold in those prayers, Pastor Dan, I'll ask you first, does that help us even in the spiritual battles we face? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was thinking the perfect will of God when you were just talking just now is rejoice always, give thanks at all times and pray continually, right? And so if I'm rejoicing always, that means on my difficult days, I'm rejoicing always. Mm. And so allowing what Satan's doing or, or all the other stuff that's coming my way in, in my trial or tribulation, if I turn from rejoicing, if I turn from thankfulness, if I turn from praying right, well, what I'm doing is allowing him to use the weapon towards me, but wow. my weapon is praise and what? Thanksgiving, right? And so when I stand in praise and thanksgiving, right, the promises of God are being unleashed and that weapon is turning towards him. So yeah, coming boldly with access to the throne room of grace, I need to come and enter his gates with thanksgiving, yeah. right? Enter his courts with praise and then yeah. push with prayer because I'm seated right there at the table with, with Christ and we have full access to what he's doing. But sometimes we need to just listen and see what he wants us to do through that, through our prayer. And it's not just presumptuous. That's so good. So good. Same question you told me, um, man, is, does our boldness, right? Our persistence in prayer, how does that help us in the spiritual battles that we face that, that we might come up against? I mean, we're definitely in a spiritual battle, battle every day, whether or not we recognize it or not. Um, and I think that knowing God's weapons, like how he fights and what he fights with and taking them on, um, as our own is so important. And it's really the only way that we can get through, um, anything that's hard in life, because there will come a time when you will go through something that you don't understand that you can't fix. And you just, you're really looking to God, like what is going on? And so mm -hmm. I think knowing the weapons that God's given you, so that's his word, the Holy spirit, prayer, uh, faith and hope and love those things that we can activate in our life. I think that that is how through Thanksgiving and prayer and worship music, whatever it might be, that is how we can activate, um, victory over, over trials and temptations and, and really fight the spiritual battle that every single one of us are in today and forever, as long as we have breath. That's so good. And great answer. And so let me ask you this, when we come with that boldness and that confidence in prayer and thanksgiving, man, what is God's response to our boldness? 
Oh my gosh, I think he's so pleased. I think he's like, because it says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I think when he sees faith in us, which really can be similar to boldness, right? Mm. Because if I don't have faith and confidence, I'm not going to be bold. So when he sees me being full of faith, you know, I think he's just like a proud dad that's like on the sideline watching their son shoot the last hoop. I'm just going with the basketball thing, you know, like Michael Jordan's dad, you know, was, he was there every game and he was so proud of his son. And I feel like that's what God is like. He's like always there. And he's just looking when he sees faith in us that he's pleased and he's he's happy with us. He rewards our faith. Hmm. That's so good. He rewards our faith. That, that's so true. Daniel, passing the same question to you. What is, what is God's response when we pray boldly yeah, to I think, him? I think she answered it real good. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good answer. I think he loves it. I mean, I think that's a part, you know, just one of the evidence of being baptized in the Holy Spirit in Acts was boldness. And uh, if we know that we're walking with Christ and we know him, we know who he is and who we are in him, I think boldness is something that he's very proud of. Uh, it's, some, it's just a characteristic of, of Christ-likeness. Amen. So good. I love right in the, in the story that we read, Luke 18, seven says, look, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night when we worship, when we pray, when we're believing, right? Uh, will he keep putting them off? Will their prayers, basically, will their prayers go unanswered? He says, I tell you, he will see that they get justice. He will see that their bold prayers are answered and quickly right? Not in our timing, but in his timing, right? However, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? And I think that's what you're saying is like, I think what the Lord is looking for from us is our faith, faith enough to be bold, faith enough to pray prayers that feel bigger than us, that feel like, man, this is, this is beyond what I can pray. This is beyond maybe my ability or, or, or what, or what I feel like I even deserve. So a lot of times we limit our prayers to what we think that we should really ask for. But God's saying, you know what? Actually, I want you to pray for more and I, and I want you to believe for more. And, and the thing about it is that we really shouldn't allow ourselves to get to the place where we give up or that we, start, that we stop believing. And so really what we should do, look, did you pray? Okay, we'll pray again. Right. Pray the word this time. Right. Pray with boldness. Maybe you prayed it and you just kind of said the words, but instead of actually putting some faith behind it. Right. Did you try? Okay. maybe you went through some trials. Go again. Right. Go through it again. Right. And and, man, have you failed? This is a big one for us because sometimes we do things and we fail and we feel like, well, I don't even deserve to come into God's presence anymore. But the Lord is saying, look, that's exactly where I want you to be. And I, I don't want you to come meet, you know, in a, in a timid fashion, but I actually want you to come in, in a powerful fashion with boldness. Look, Hebrews 4.16 says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. We should be coming boldly into his presence. When we pray, look, let's stop praying weak prayers. Let's say, Lord, you know what, God, I trust and I believe. And I believe in your timing that when I get this, whatever I go through, God, when I receive this, that it's going to be right on time. Not in my time, but right on time. When, when I need it, when you desire for me to have it. Why? Because I love what you said, Pastor Jenny, that we have built up the character, that we have built up the faith, to, that we're, we are even capable of receiving what God has for us in that moment and that we're unprepared. A lot of times we ask for things that we're not prepared for. 
We're asking, right, we're asking prayers for, 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 for husbands or for wives, and you're not even ready for that. Or we're asking, Lord, give me this car, give me this house, but maybe you, you're not financially responsible yet. And, I, and, I, and look, I, I don't want you to take away your boldness, but I, I really feel like we, as you said, we should be praying God's will be done in our lives. And that is done boldly. That is done persistently. That's done with confidence, with, with thanksgiving in our hearts and coming to the Lord and saying, Lord, I believe you and I trust you. And I, I, I want to I say this quote is, is from a, a great author. He's wrote, written a bunch of books. He's a pastor as well. His name is Mark Batterson. And he, and he said this. And I want to, to cap this message with this. It says, he said, bold prayers honor God. And God honors bold prayers. And God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or your boldest prayers. He is offended by anything less. And if your prayers aren't impossible to you, they are insulting to God. And I know in this season, look, we, as we're in COVID-19 and, and look, this, it seems like, well, can I even ask for stuff during this time? Like, is, is it even possible to, to ask for things that are extraordinary or big or great? Like, should I even be doing that? I, I, I think about the lady that went to the judge and is just like, look, I need you to help me against my adversary. I mean, I, there's something that's going on that I can't fix myself. And I, and I feel like the, the Lord is telling us, look, would, would you come to me with that big thing? Would you come to me boldly? Look, I want you to come into my presence. I don't want you to stay away. I don't want you to be afraid. But actually, I want you to come believing and in and, and, and faith and persisting that what you pray is actually going to happen. Tova, I'd love for you as we, as we close up this message just to, to pray for anyone today that might have been praying weak prayers because they didn't know that they should be even praying strong prayers or maybe they didn't believe or maybe you know they've been struggling because they failed in the past or they have sinned or man, they, they have gone through something before and they felt disqualified from even asking God for big things. Would you pray for those, for all of us today who, who might be experiencing that and might be watching and, and just feeling like, well, I don't even know if I can pray. Would you help, help us to just kind of bring it all together in prayer and, and what we should be asking from the Lord today? Yeah. Lord Jesus, God, we honor you. Lord God, we, we look to you, the lifter of our head. You're our counselor. You're our direction and our peace. God, and I thank you for the person who's listening today. I thank you for the person that feels far away from you, that feels like they want to be closer, but they just, they just don't know how to get there. Mm because they know they have doubt. They know they have fear. They don't, they're kind of hesitant to trust you because they've been disappointed and hurt in the past and they blame you. God, I pray for that person today. God, that right now you're, through your Holy Spirit, that you would release a refreshing, yes, that you would release a trust that you would release faith. We agree right now, Lord, 
that your hand is touching every single person that is listening that needs a touch from you to just keep moving forward. Just keep going. Don't give up. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. The Lord wants to keep you on the straight path with him. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to be with you in the highs and in the lows. You just need to open the door. That's a word for someone this morning. You're sitting in a room and the door is closed and you're crying to God to come in. He just wants you to get up and open the door and allow him to walk into the room and speak directly to you. All that you need to do is see him. So God, open all of our eyes, our ears, our hearts to truly see you and the great love that you have for each and every one of us that you care about the things that we are going through. It's not too small and it's not too big. God, you're in the details and you care. And so Father, we just thank you for renewed hope and for people's eyes to be open today Hmm. to truly see you and you say that you are love. So God, I pray that right now everybody would just experience that deep love that you have for them as they open the door to be refreshed. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. If you want to hear more about this series or learn more about our church, check us out at cityheartjackson.com or follow us online at cityheartjxn.